podcast you're here with me gabby and me emma thanks for tuning in thank you thank you we didn't why didn't we go last week did we literally just watch the bachelor and forget yeah we neglected to record an episode we did neglect to record an episode last week but that's okay because whenever we forget to do one the next one is twice as good no, I was thinking about it, and I don't think we've ever forgotten to do one before. We've chosen not we've to do chosen, some but in the we've past. never actually forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, well, we just forgot. Oh, you know why? Because of our little, I think our little homeless friends. No, because okay. Well, last week, guys, just before <laughs> we tell this story, um, some friends of ours that live close by had a fire in their building, and they had to come stay with us for a few days because yeah. they were evacuated. Yeah, but they didn't come until twelve thirty in the morning. You're right. We and just that didn't was... do one. <laughs> I thought it was day two. Didn't no. they come? They came on Monday night. No, I think they came Monday. Really? Oh. But they weren't here when we watched The Bachelor. Remember? Because there was no Bachelor because it was the American election. Oh, shit. Yes. And that was the second night we hung out with them. And that is why we forgot. It is not carelessness. It was because our homeless friends were sleeping on our couch and it was the American election. Yes. That was a bad time right. to po- put out a YouTube or put out a podcast in the morning anyways. That's true. That was not that would not have been tasteful. So we intentionally <laughs> took off that week. <laughs> yeah we still forgot but okay we did forget whatever. but at least we have an excuse i think um our greatest downfall is that we don't record until tuesday nights which we never used to do we used to record like this is how we started advance. and then yeah and then we we got more serious about it and now we're kind of back to this yeah yeah just fucking off yeah <laughs> you know what as we should yeah um but yeah, so that's been our our last couple of weeks. It's yeah. just we've been just moving and shaking. Yeah, I've been yeah. skateboarding like every day. You have been. You've been doing so many things. Working. Yeah, <laughs> you've been working. You've been with your boyfriend. Working, hanging out with my boyfriend. That's the only two things that yeah. I do. Yeah, <laughs> guys. Today I was skateboarding, and Gabby was with her boyfriend, and he was driving her home. And I was like, "Oh, do you think I could?" maybe get a ride mm-hmm. and first of all I've never been in a car with your boyfriend before which I just thought was funny I was like I've never been in this car hey yeah and so once we got there they were like bye love you yeah and I was like what Emma was like shocked for some reason <laughs> that we said I love you which is bizarre to me because you know what you told me that you said I love you to each other the first time you were like we've said it but I, I think we just Girl, haven't really talked about it since. Like August, September, October. It's now halfway through November. Mm-hmm. You're claiming you have never witnessed us I've say I've never I witnessed love you. and I love you. Okay, whatever. I think it's just because I, I'm never around when you say goodbye to each other usually. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Don't know. Either way, I, I don't know why it shook me to the core. I was oh, like, I was wait, shook. maybe love is nice. <laughs> Maybe I want that. Love is nice. Let me tell you about my day today. (laughs) My boyfriend came. He picked me up. He had the day off from work. Mm -hmm. Um, So he came and picked me up. We drove to Trinity Bellwoods with Coco. Mm -hmm. We got fresh for lunch, which Mm -hmm. is a little vegan resto. So we ate some veggie burgers in the park. Mm. We shopped around some stores a little bit. And while we were sitting in the park, then he was like, oh, you know, let me go grab us a coffee. So he went and got us a coffee (laughs) and then we just, um, laid in the park for a few hours. Then we went to his apartment and had sex. 
and now I'm here. So I don't know. Love sounds pretty good to me. That's a beautiful day. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to talk about my day and then I was like, mm. better not. <laughs> I thought you were going to say better not. And then you I didn't. was going to say better not. Oh, and okay. then I was like, I want to so bad. You can talk about your day. You're more than welcome. I don't to, think to anyone even anything. Li- I don't think anyone who listens to it is going to care about this tea. No. So do you think I can spill the tea? Tea? Yes. Well, now you have. Now to I have to because I've you've spoken of said tea. So, so guys, um, Gemini. Yeah, you realize that the last episode that we did, we talked about everyone's names openly. Hmm. Yeah. So it's a little late for the code names. I'm going to stick with the code name because it makes me feel safe. Okay. But yeah, some of you may know who Gemini is. Um, so Gemini and I, as you guys know, we were seeing each other for about a month. Then we were no longer seeing each other. We were not friends, but we were in the same friend group. And then finally we concluded with becoming friends again and very quickly evolving into a friends with benefits situation. Yeah. Where essentially we act like we're dating a lot of the time, but we're also talking about Tinder and dating other people. And we know that we don't want to like be together. Yeah. So we're in this like very complicated zone where we, I don't know, it's complicated. We like held hands on the streetcar today though and like cuddled. Oh yeah. So things are a little bit messy, but (laughs) it just feels right right now. Um, but anyways, yeah, so while Gabby was having a beautiful romantic day, I woke up, went to class, my class got canceled because my teacher's Wi-Fi was bad, and then I went live on TikTok for two hours, which is a precursor to this episode, but I went live on TikTok for two hours, and while I was live, I invited Gemini over, and then I ended my live so that Gemini could come over, we hooked up, and then I streetcarred over to skateboard, and now here we are. Yeah. But yeah, so honestly, similar, similar days, just a lot less messy on your (laughs) Yeah, a little little bit. Yeah, but it's all about living in the moment. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't really know why that's tea, though, because everyone knows that this is happening besides the podcast, you know? Yeah, like all my friends know. Yeah. Like, I would say like the whole world, though. Like, it's not like we're posting about it. Well, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but I mean, I don't think it's that much tea. Yeah. I think it's kind of a little bit of spice, a little bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So. Always fun things going on around here. um, If you are a single gay woman and you were interested in me and now you're like, "Mm, she seems messy, maybe not. I would stop. I would stop if you were really great. So don't let that, don't let that scare you away. (laughs) Don't let it. (laughs) Yeah. I think that probably will scare them away too, but (laughs) you know what? It's fine. If you've already listened this far, I maybe don't want to date you. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, I guess that's, do we have any other life updates? I don't know. I mean, it's November. It's halfway through November. So crazy. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. It's a little bit crazy. It's, it was like 21 degrees and sunny today though. It just doesn't feel like November. I mean, knock on wood, I like it. No, I mean, I think it'll turn probably pretty quickly. This is definitely, like, you know, you know who has the same energy is November and April. True. You know, it's like one week you're like basking in the sun. The next week it's a snowstorm. Yeah. So you never know what's going to happen. 
whoa i just got a hiccup while i was speaking you never know what's gonna happen it is full out like pitch black the whole day now so that's fun it's true yeah literally at 4 p.m it's like "Mm, i'm gonna be dark pretty exciting and yeah that's all the new tea i don't know we're Um, really deeply invested in the bachelor oh of course yeah as always yeah Maybe we should do a little mini bachelor segment every week. Yeah. Except that doesn't make sense because we post it. Would it be a week later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, glad we vetoed that idea. <laughs> Wait, no. Oh, what? They would hear, we post the day after we record and we record the night that it goes live. I know, but we'd people- have to record at like midnight. Oh, we're talking about the previous yeah. week then. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Okay, well, well, anyways, (laughs) this was fun. Um, We'll talk to you guys next week. Well, I'm going to plug something that I'm doing right now, just at the beginning of the episode, because I always plug myself at the end of the episode. Plug yourself now. But um, as you probably know, I am a photographer, and I'm currently hosting a little headshot session day um, with a friend of mine who is a makeup artist. Her name is Tori. She's Glam with Tori so on Instagram. Good. Like she does you're never you'll never look better. You yeah, genuinely you will, will never, look- never look better. And she does it so quick. Yeah, she's an amazing makeup artist. Oh. I would say her sh- I mean she does great glam looks. If you go look at her Instagram, that's what you'll find. However, just in general, her skin Handling she, like, she makes the skin is look beautiful. I don't know uh, what she does. But if you want to look magician. An- just like a glowing goddess queen yes yeah so Do if this you program. would like to have your makeup done by her and then get um shot by me mm-hmm. you can join us on december 5th you can head over to my instagram mm-hmm. to learn more about that couple more slots just open literally yeah just send me a dm or you can dm hot cocoa i'll see it if you want yeah and um i'll send you the info send you the tea Yay. Uh, and also this is like an amazing deal it's significantly less than my normal rates mm-hmm. and tori's rate and too. tori's rates yeah so jump on that yeah wow what a fun little plug Thank you. <laughs> um, well, Gabby, what are we talking about today? Well, today we're talking about social media. Yes. Because, you know, I think we've always had different relationships with social media. Yeah. And so we're just going to talk about that. Like what yeah. we have done and in I the think past, what we're doing now. Especially now, we're both very active on social media, but doing such different things. Yeah. That it's interesting. Yeah. Yee. Yee. Um, yeah, so we thought we would start off with a little take it back now, y'all segment, but mm-hmm. we have done one or two episodes about our social media in the past, maybe just the one. Yeah, honestly, I can't even remember, so I, I just know. remember the one where we um, posted a bunch of like of our old pics and stuff on yeah. Instagram. But either way, we've kind of given you guys a recap, but uh, we're going to do a little brief recap for both of us. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm looking at this episode as kind of like, success on social media or like what that what that means to you and so I feel like for me yeah I've always wanted to be quote-unquote famous yeah like my whole life even before social media was a thing like when I was like six I was like I want to be a rapper and (laughs) then I was like I want to be like I always wanted to be things that were like fame related Mm -hmm. because I think I was just kind of full of myself but I was also shy and so I never actually did anything to work towards that yeah until social media because that felt safe and so I was saying since like the eighth grade I started a photography Instagram I had my personal Instagram and I had a Tumblr and I had a YouTube account briefly and I was 
trying to get famous on all of those things simultaneously. Yeah. And uh, when I was in high, when I was in like middle school and high school, I had like a thousand followers on my photography account. Mm-hmm. And so it was like a decent amount. And um, that was kind of it with that though. And so I had like a little moment of fame where I was like, there was a bunch of girls in like kick groups and stuff in middle school that had like a thousand followers for photography and you'd get featured on all the pages and stuff oh yeah and I think that was my first taste and I think I got kind of addicted to like the serotonin of like doing better every time and I'm very competitive and so I remember even when I was like 13 being like oh my last post got 36 likes my next post needs to get at least 45 otherwise why did I post Mm. and so um I think that was always my mindset but then I kind of strayed away from that a bit in university and then in like second and third year I was like influencing so to speak yeah and I was like doing like brand partnerships and I was like posting it was just like very fake to me though and I was like well this isn't what I want to do either and so that I quickly got bored with um and then it it was really more recently when I kind of stopped trying on everything I stopped using filters I stopped using presets yeah that I started to kind of grow but I'll talk about that later yeah but yeah I've always been addicted to social media And particularly, I wouldn't necessarily say that you've stopped trying though. I think you just changed what you're doing. Like you're trying in other ways that like work for you. That's true. I think that's more what it is. I figured out that I stopped trying on Instagram because I realized that's just not. Yeah. And what's funny is when I stopped trying on Instagram and then I started like trying more on TikTok because of getting a following on TikTok, I've gotten like more followers on Instagram in the last month than I have in the last like three years. Yeah. And I'm like, of course, <laughs> of course. The second I'm like, I'm not going to try on Instagram anymore. <laughs> they all come. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I've always been on and off with social media use. Like mm-hmm. I've definitely, and by on and off, I don't mean like, oh, like fuck Instagram or something. Yeah. Like I don't, I, not that I don't enjoy using it. Yeah. But I don't know. I've never really felt like it comes too naturally to me. Like Mm -hmm. I enjoy seeing other people's stuff and like posting when I do, but Mm -hmm. I very, very rarely am like inspired. Like, Oh, I really want to post like Mm -hmm. whatever on Instagram. It's definitely like something that I'm like, okay, I have to post something. Yeah. So I need to like figure something out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's never really felt like an organic. You've never been very, competitive too yeah and I feel like maybe that's like I know that's where I get my drive from yeah Yeah. and so maybe you're just like well I only post when I want to (laughs) I know and I think that that's like yeah definitely something that I'm always like yeah I don't know Mm -hmm. whatever and I think it's also frustrating like um I don't know I've always just had a very like on and off relationship with social media I don't really know how else to describe it like yeah some things I don't think that I have the drive to like beat the algorithm which is kind of like what yeah. you're saying like mm-hmm. yeah because I'm just everything's like, stacked against you when you're on social media like you have to like fight to make yeah yeah and it's always like constant trial and error constant like is this gonna work is this gonna yeah. work is this gonna work and yeah I feel like I've never really gotten been like super like excited about that yeah and I'm just like "Mm, I don't know yeah (laughs) yeah so I feel that it's a struggle for me I would say yeah it's not like the my favorite thing to do yeah (laughs) um that's so funny when you say like the algorithm stuff doesn't appeal to you because 
I think as long as I've had Instagram, my favorite hobby to do has been like, I think when at first when there was only a few big influencers, I think Kylie Jenner was like super famous in like 2013 on Instagram. My favorite thing would be to scroll all the way to the bottom of their posts and click on each post and see, or like maybe an influencer who wasn't famous first Mm -hmm. and click on each post and see like how many likes and comments they got and what kind of post it was and the dates. Mm -hmm. And literally when I was like in middle school, I would spend hours and I still do this. It's so bad. Like scrolling through people's content and seeing like, what was the one that worked? What was the one that didn't work? And watching, I think for me, that was always very reassuring because I felt like, oh my God, people are just like, they just do good. And then I think when I would see Mm -hmm. like, okay, you get one like on every post and then you get one post that gets 10 likes and then you get five likes on every post after that. And then, and so I think noticing that even famous people have those dips was always reassuring for me. But no, I think because of that, I've definitely always been addicted to beating the algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's some, some context for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically... Gabby's a little more healthy than me with her. Well, I don't know. You could say healthy, but also like, it's also like a necessary evil, you Mm -hmm. know? It's like, that is how you get like notoriety. Mm -hmm. And even just like, I would say, I don't know if credit, but like, or uh, credibility. I feel like Instagram is so, and like, I'm going to say Instagram more than other social medias because now it's like the most commonly known and like respected like social media where everyone understands it yeah like Like if you have a lot of followers on instagram people know you're gonna get jobs yeah yeah and so they're just like if you're commenting on something or you're like are you bidding for a job basically like as a freelance I'm speaking as a freelancer like how it relates to my business yeah and people click to your instagram as soon as they see like that fact that you have followers and good engagement. Like yeah. I would say, like, that's what I look at. I look at your followers and I'm like, okay. How many comments are you 50K, getting? 50K, like, let me see, like, is this legit? Okay, yeah. it looks fairly legit. And then instantly you're like, okay, I respect them. Because, because lots of people They're do. doing something right. Yeah. yeah. And so that part is frustrating to me where I'm like, and I guess this kind of like goes into our like segment two of like your current uses and yeah. whatever social media. But like, it is something that you have to, you have to do. You, you have can't to just do, not but be on social media. It's like you have to be good at something that's completely unrelated to your job to prove to people that you can do your job. Yeah. And you're like, but being good at social media does not equate to being a good photographer and vice versa. Like, yeah, but you, so in, you have to become both. Yeah. That's so true. Um, yeah. So definitely somewhere in between both of us would be ideal. Yeah. As most things come. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so segment two is current uses of social media. Um, would you say, um, okay, both posting and uh, scrolling and engaging, mm. what is that like for you? How often do you do all three? I scroll on TikTok. Yeah. I don't scroll that much on Instagram. I mostly mm-hmm. look at stories. Mm-hmm. And I scroll on Facebook because yeah. that's like a good networking platform for yeah. freelancers. Other than that, 
I very rarely engage with anything, yeah. which I know is like not a good thing, but th- I think that's another space where I, it doesn't feel natural. Yeah. And I feel like that's almost, now that I think about it, like that's kind of like my personality too. Like you're not going to talk to world, strangers. I'm like not talking to people in elevators. I'm not like walking down the street, just like making friends with people. That's funny. Cause that's what I do. And that's probably why it I feels know, that's very natural to me. Of. Yeah. I'm like, you kind of move through the world. Like, Oh, like I'm like, how okay. can I? I interact like with friends people. and I'm like leave me alone like I don't want to talk to you yeah but the thing is it's not like a decision it's just like how I navigate yeah and it's how I navigate on social media too like yeah. I never half the time I think I was actually maybe on your page recently but this isn't specific to you like I find this on lots of people that I'm good friends with like yeah. I notice it like with my boyfriends with my mom with my, my other friends besides of you besides you yeah that'll scroll through their feed like oh let me like check out so-and-so's profile and I like almost none of their pictures. Like, I'm yeah. like, oh, I never liked this You're photo. like, but I definitely saw like, it I saw and I enjoyed photo. it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, why would I not have liked this? It and just honestly, doesn't come It just doesn't even cross my mind to like, like someone's picture, not to mention comment on it yeah. or like engage with it in any way. Yeah. So that's maybe so that's why people don't engage with my stuff because I don't engage with other people. You're like, stuff. no, thank you. So, Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So for the most part, you are you sit back and observe, and then you post when you have to more strategically. Yes. Strategic posting and no engagement. That's yeah. Your vibe. So basically, I'm the poster child of what not to do. <laughs> don't do what I do. Ah, yes. <laughs> no, I don't think you give yourself enough credit. I feel like you're you post stories with the intention of engaging people that way. Like, I feel like when you actually talk and stuff, that's when you engage yeah. more with people. Yeah. But yeah, you're not going to like go to someone else's stuff to engage with, but you try really hard to get people to come and ha- engage with you. And then you'll like talk back with them when they come. Yeah. 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 No, it's like totally, it's literally exactly how I am in real life. Like if someone were to speak to me, I'm like, you're hey, totally fine. Like, what's up? You know, like let's hang out. Or like if there's something that really stands out to me, I'm like, Oh, I really, I like your shirt. Like, that's really cool. I really liked this, whatever. But you're not going to say something just for the sake of saying something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, wow, I think I just had a little breakthrough. Wow. Okay, cool. Marketing. (laughs) That's so funny because I feel like I just have this, like, constant compulsion to, like, talk to people. And literally in the elevator, like... I, I will look at someone and I'll be like, okay, they have a dog. I also really like their sweater. And also they smiled at me when they held the door open. So these are all the things that I can talk to them about. And now let me make a witty thing, joke about one of them. <laughs> like my brain is just constantly like, I have to like force myself not to say something sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I am the same as you on Instagram where I, I post when I want to, but I don't really like concern myself about that too much. Yeah. And then for the most part, I just watch people's stories, but yeah. really only the same few people. Like I have most I people know, muted. Like, honestly, I know it's been said a bajillion times, but like, I just, I don't even know what to do with Instagram it's anymore. It's so bad. And like everywhere I go, I hear different tips Yeah. and it's exhausting and I it don't is. know what the hell to do about it. And yeah. it's just also contrived now mm-hmm. and that's been my biggest holdup when it comes to using it and like kind of transitioning my personal account into like a quasi more personal brand personal business, business account yeah where I want to promote what I'm doing and I want to create awareness which honestly has already paid off like people know like what I'm doing now and yeah like 
it You're has like getting proven to be, men. yeah, like even if they're not like converting fully into clients people are at least like oh I see what you're doing like yeah I've gotten a lot of like old friends being like replying to a story and be like oh this is cool also love seeing like what you're up to lately yeah so it does work in Mm -hmm. a sense but then also I feel like there's just all these formulas like oh if you want people to engage with your photos as a business like this is what you need to write in your caption and it's like well no because like if I just try to follow everyone's like oh that's another thing I'm gonna sound like a robot and so I want to sound like me but also I want to be like please pay me yeah you know no it's so stressful and that's exactly I think why I felt so much burnout on Instagram trying to influence there and that's why I kind of end up really getting into TikTok I think Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I also scroll through TikTok, but I scroll a lot. I'm getting better now. I don't really scroll obsessively as much. Mm. Um, what I've been doing lately is I'll scroll through TikTok, but muted. So I yeah. only watch the videos that have like CC, like subtitle or whatever. Oh, yeah. And so I'll be scrolling pretty quick and then I get bored faster. Or yeah. I'll put my phone on black and white and so that my brain gets bored too. Yeah. Um, but I do make a lot of content. And now I feel like when I'm watching yeah. TikToks, it's more so like I'm saving like every third audio. I'm like um, saving them to my phone if I want to do that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I really want, like I definitely have this desire to make TikToks. Yeah. As Emma knows, I've literally never made a proper TikTok. Yeah. I have just done random shitty ones that I delete like that I same day. Um, but you do have the capacity and yeah, I think you would enjoy it. I know. I what know. Is your, like, what is your holdup? So here's my holdup. I, the, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier. I'm like, I don't even know where to start because mm-hmm. what I know is what I've seen other people do. And then I'm like, like and by other people, I'm mostly talking about photographers because yeah. it would be photography. Yeah. It wouldn't just be personal. But then I'm like, well, am I going to do it better than this person? Probably not. So then I just shouldn't do it. Like that's my thought process. Mm -hmm. And then whereas, you know, I feel like something that I've always noticed with you and like was always part of our dynamic was like, you're like a excited idea person. And then you just like do it in the moment. It's like, you're always the better done than perfect. And then my thought process, like I just said, is like, is it going to be perfect? No. No, So I just won't do it. Yeah. And I know that's, like, not the right way, but yeah. I'm still, like... It's true, and I think that's know. why you thrive owning your own business, and that's why I couldn't do it. Mm. And I think that's why I thrive on social media, because it's all about doing things fast and imperfect and doing lots yeah. of content. Yeah. And that's probably why you're like, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, because like, it's not fast for me. Like, I yeah. literally spend the whole day working on, like, a TikTok video. Yeah, whereas I'll, like, pump out, like, six in a day just for fun. Like Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. That's my holdup. I feel like I need someone to like force me to be like, "This is you need to post a TikTok today." Yeah, and, and then, then it's I'll, like, "Is it fun anymore?" Yeah. So why? Yeah, but then it's like, "Will it like marketing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, the constant cycle. I don't know, guys. Con- Social what media I've, is hard. Honestly, what I've learned, I think, from my experience so far with TikTok, which maybe I'll get into more in a bit, but um, is that. I think especially because, okay, on Instagram, I felt burnout because it didn't really come naturally to me. Like the content, like I knew I could do nicely lit, whatever, but I wasn't very creative and I would run out of ideas really quickly. Like I did a few sets and then I was just repeating pictures and I got bored. Yeah. 
and captions didn't come naturally to me. And so no matter how hard I tried, it always felt forced. And then TikTok, when I was running like a corporate TikTok account, it was the same thing. I had 10 really good ideas for them. And then I was just repeating those over and over yeah. because I ran out. And then again, my brain got bored and I was like, I need to stop doing this right now. Yeah. And I feel like for me, the only reason why I'm able to maintain it and continue to grow it is because I like doing it now. And I feel like it's the first time where it doesn't feel like a chore and I'm yeah. like excited to do it every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would say there's probably no point, especially with TikTok, because trends die so quickly. I know. You know, like you have to like see a TikTok and do it within that hour. Otherwise people are like, ooh, that's so like I know, hour. exactly. And then it's like what I've seen, you know, you go through with doing the business one and now your personal one. Yeah. It's like you have to put out so much content because mm-hmm. you know that like 60% of it's going to fail. Yeah. And that's almost like the recipe with TikTok. Is yeah. You're like you are literally making content for it to fail but just yeah. so that you're like feeding the algorithm. It's yeah. literally like your pet that you're like, I have to feed you like this many yeah. times a day, even for like this small minuscule of output. That's exactly it. I post like three times a day and almost, yeah, almost like perfectly two of them will get like one to 3000 views. And one of them will get like 10 to a hundred thousand views. Yeah. Like every day. And so, and you never know which one. And sometimes it's, if you posted first, sometimes it's like if that one did better and then rarely an old one with like 2000 views, will start to get tons of views. But yeah, for the most part, yeah, that is what it is. It's about being willing to just put out tons and tons of stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, Which honestly, like probably if I sat down and brainstormed a bunch of shit, I could like come up with some stuff because here's the thing. Like, I think there's two sides of TikTok, maybe. Like, there's the the trend side of TikTok that it's like, this is a viral audio. This is a whatever. Yeah. But then a lot of actually what I follow are people who, like, have crafts. And then they just, like, do that on their TikTok. Yeah, that's true. So I follow, like, chefs. I follow other photographers. I love painting TikTok. Yeah, like, I follow artists and small business owners where a lot of their content is just them doing what they do. They're like, hey, I'm editing this photo today, so I'm going to, like, make a TikTok of me editing it. And here's, like, a hack to go along with it or something. It's not necessarily, like... Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I think that's what I learned from running my corporate account. It was figuring out a way to to balance those two things because then you do like an, a photo edit and then the song in the background is a viral song. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you figure out ways to, to balance the two where I saw a girl where she's like a painter and she paints giant paintings and she like sat up halfway through her painting and did like the wop dance or something. So it's like, I don't know. People are, people are smart about it, but yeah, no, it is. Yeah. It's just, it's very different than any other social media platform. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. It really feeds into my ADHD for better and for worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's true. But yeah, so as a recap, basically, I'm using social media for fun for the most part. Yeah. But competitively for fun. Yeah. And kind of as like an after school sport. (laughs) Gabby's using it for her business for the most part. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, what are some of your social media goals? Well, here are my goals. Yeah. 
Maybe let's think long-term goals. I'm just thinking for myself right now. Yeah. So my immediate goal is for my Instagram to be a portfolio of my work so that people, because I think what I've kind of discovered as well is I've mostly been directing people to my website Mm -hmm. to look at stuff, but two problems right now. Uh, actually on my to-do list this week, I think is to take my prices off of my website because honestly, I just don't think that it's boding well for me. If you are a fellow entrepreneur or freelancer, more likely, um, I don't know. I'd be interested in hearing what your approach is to that. So send me a DM. Yeah. But after kind of like some personal experience and then also research, I think I'm going to take my prices down. I just yeah. think that it's better for the kinds of clients that I want. Yeah. Because um, then if people have to ask you what your price is, that's like an opening. And then you can like express your personality too. Yeah. So this is kind of what changed my mind for once and for all. Yeah. I was watching this. I follow this like photographer that she's a wedding photographer because most famous photographers are. Yeah. Um, well, she's not like famous, but, but well-known. freelance well-known. Yeah. Yeah. So she's a wedding photographer and she does really like luxury clients. She's somewhere in the U.S. I don't, yeah. I don't know where she is, but she posted like a IGTV video about mm-hmm. this. Like I get this question all the time. Like, here's my opinion. And what she said was, if you are going for like a high end or luxury clientele, which honestly, that's like my end game. It's yeah. kind of hard to start out in that area. Yeah. Because it's definitely something where it's a double edged sort of you need like luxury clients to get luxury clients. Yeah. Right? And so you kind of have to like just work your like way you up need work to experience that. to get the job. To have yeah. Experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you kind of have to take what you can get in the beginning. Yeah. But then that's like definitely an end game for me. Yeah. And honestly, that's just because I'd like to work less, but make more. Like I don't yeah. want to just be begging for scraps all the time. Yeah. Um, because I've been doing that since I was like a first year university student, yeah, like earlier like, than that, like high I would school. like to be respected for what I do and yes. to make lots and have a nice peaceful environment and photograph beautiful things. That's true. Exactly what I want. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, so As you should. what she was saying was like, if you want that kind of clientele, you want people that are a not just looking for your prices because mm-hmm. that's a, like a bargain chopper which is fine like if that's what you're looking for mm-hmm. but if that's not but what you want it's not necessarily what I want and also my prices are not bargain prices so yeah they don't they're not really conducive to each other yeah and b you want people who are asking you for your rates because they love your work already she was yeah. like focus your energy into curating your portfolio so as smart. strongly as you can on your Instagram and on your website mm-hmm. so that by the time people you get to your prices they don't even care they're there for you yeah they're there for that's you that's so smart and I was like that's true like that's what I want yeah and um yeah. so just don't even feed into the ultimate yeah yeah she's like honestly you might think that you're gonna miss out on clients but are they the clients that you want yeah probably not because in so. the end game you're gonna make more by getting those like high pain. Yeah. 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 So that's so true. Um, that's kind of my philosophy. Well, not my philosophy. That's your goal. That's my goal now. Anyway. That's fun that you have a more tangible, um, goal with your business. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think that I was that clear on it before. Yeah. I just was like, you know, I want to work with female entrepreneurs, which is still the case. Yeah. But I don't necessarily want to work with people in their startup phase. 
Startup phase is stressful that's and when, there's no money. Yeah, you're not clear on what you want. And so it's a little bit harder to focus on like, okay, what is my brand? I don't know yet because yeah. whatever. I, and, and you I'll, become like assisting them in developing their branding and that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, people don't necessarily have their own space. Yeah. And so there's just kind of more things that I've learned about like as I've been shooting people like, oh, it's really nice to work with people who have a very clear brand image. They have a studio. They have yeah. whatever. And they also are willing to invest yeah. in what they want which you know I don't I hope this isn't like offensive to anyone who's in the startup phase like yeah I've been there you yeah. know with where I'm at now yeah and with hot cocoa like I totally understand that but you just don't want to sure work in that bracket because anymore. you are in the startup phase you need to live <laughs> yeah like in the startup phase like how you needed some copywriting done for your website and so you did like an exchange where a girl did your copywriting yeah, and you did yeah. her photography yeah like stuff like that like it's great that it's there and it's great that that's a resource but you yeah. just are ready to move away from it that's all yeah and so yeah that's kind of my long-term goal with photography and where I want my clientele to move to and so I, I got a little sidetracked there but what I was meaning to say is that I want my Instagram to be a clear portfolio of my work. Yeah. So that I don't, I just don't really want to funnel people into my your website Your portfolio as much. and your website could be more interchangeable. Yeah. So because I think people just find it way more accessible to go on to Instagram yeah. and be like, oh, okay, this is what she does. I and then if that's all. what they like, yeah. they can go to your website to get more information. Yeah. yeah. Or honestly, just DM me because you don't yeah. even need to go to my website. Because all the information there. is in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> it is you about you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it is just me. <laughs> it is me. <laughs> um, so that's my goal. But mm-hmm. to just add on to that, the people that I enjoy the most are on Instagram and who I try to like uh, channel and emulate Mm -hmm. are not the people who are just selling you in every post. Honestly, I would say if you're an entrepreneur or you're, or you're looking at starting your own business and you don't really know how to approach social media, just think about what you like. That's so true. What do you click on? I just get annoyed when like every post from one person Mm -hmm. is all like, hi, this is what I do. This is what I'm trying to sell you on. This is whatever. Because then you're like, wait, why are you even talking to me? Like, you're not. You're just trying to sell It's just an ad. And then it's like, why am I subscribed to this, like, email, basically? Basically. That's so true. "Mm." You're, like, on a marketing list. Literally, you're like, let me unsubscribe right now. And so your followers are not, like, you know... The, you you don't the, you they don't owe you anything yeah and so you can't expect them to yeah and the people that I like are the people that give glimpses of their life where they're like oh yeah. this is my kid or like here's like a funny story that happened at this shoot and that's what my caption is yeah and then you know what when I see that they have something coming up I'm already invested in them because you're like oh that's and so I'm like, cute oh, this they, person seems I like, like really cool like I would love to shoot with them because they seem like fun or yeah. whatever so I'm not saying that this is like what I do perfectly, but this is what I would like to do. Yeah, that's like what you're striving be, for long term. Yeah, like uh, relatable on yeah. Instagram, but then also like, oh, guys, look, I'm a photographer. But I am a photographer. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's another one of those things that kind of comes with time. Like it just fluctuates and it gets more yeah. and more comfortable. But I think your yeah. your feet already looks really good right now. Yes. Like you've been curating more of your photography. I am trying. Love it. Currently, I have two posts. I tried to post yesterday and today, and then I got halfway through writing a caption and stopped. yeah, the captions really like guys. There's the that's worst big hard copy. Like any kind of copy, 
It's hard because you like shut down. You're just like, I can't. I do do shut down. I'm like, I can't do it. It's like, I can't. Yeah. So you almost need like a copywriter. You need someone who can pay $5 every day to like. Honestly, that's what I need. If you are awesome at writing captions Mm -hmm. and And it comes easy to you, like name your price per caption. And honestly, I might pay you to do that for me because I am so bad. Because if that's such a big stressor, like you just send them your picture, they send you three caption options and you just post. That's honestly why I don't post. Yeah. Because Because the captions are very stressful for you, right? Yeah, because I'm like, I I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. It's so funny because I've never been afraid to caption. My captions are never beautiful. That's kind of why we worked really well when we were doing hot cocoa, like full time, because I feel like I would always make messy drafts and then you would spend an hour cleaning it up. For yeah, all but of our Lucy, writing. That's what I need. Like you would yeah. just send me a caption that was like rambling. Yeah. And then I would be like, here are the complete sentences. Yeah. And that was perfect because I'm not good at um like retouching my life. And yeah. you're <laughs> yeah. and I'm worse at ideation. No, like we're a good team. Seed. Yeah. But oh, I can't yeah. be your copywriter because I think we don't need to build any tension into our friendship. Oh yeah, I don't want you to be my copywriter. Okay, well rude. Well, not like <laughs> in a way that I don't think you can do it. I no. disagree that yeah, no, it won't be me for anyone wondering. But because yeah, then I'd be like, Emma, I need I need my caption. And you'd yeah. be like, I can't do that right now. Yeah, that's why we've learned that it's better for us to do things for fun together. Yes. Honestly, we were pretty solid business partners overall, though. We yeah. survived the pandemic without killing each other. So <laughs> <laughs> almost, but we didn't. Yeah, yeah. And then we stopped everything afterwards. Yeah. So. And then we were like, mm, <laughs> so did just... we survive? <laughs> no, we were like, let's just quit. And then we won't be angry anymore. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, okay, we're done. Wiped our hands. Of that. <laughs> Literally <laughs> effortless. Yeah. Anyway, um, do you have any more goals that you wanted to share? Oh, let me think. Oh yeah. In the long run, mm-hmm. like, I don't think, I mean, we'll see how quickly this could happen, guys. Maybe I'll be famous next week. We never know. (laughs) The long run is always fame. (laughs) No, but the long run, I think, is that I would like to be someone who, like, has an educational side to their Mm -hmm. social media. Mm. Not necessarily in business. Like, who knows? Maybe I'll be a business mogul one day. Yeah. (laughs) Probably not. But, like... You know, I would love to do little like editing tutorials and lighting tutorials. Because you love watching those and you also love making them. Yeah. You've always I loved love both. educational content. That's honestly, that's what I like on social media. You like Who cooking videos. You like yeah. baking, like I love how to style an outfit. Yeah. I love just seeing the inside look at people's techniques. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like that's how you grow as a creator or, or a photographer, or whatever yeah. you do. You're like, oh, I saw this one random thing. Or for every 10 random things you see, you integrate like two into your routine. And then you just like learn new shit all the time. Literally, you with cooking, I feel like you see Mm -hmm. like 10 cooking videos. And then you'll be like, oh, I'm trying this new thing today. And you're always trying something new from TikTok. And sometimes you add it into your life. Yeah. And I learned a lot of things. Literally, guys, a few weeks ago, I saw this like one story on Instagram. And it was Mm -hmm. about this like Photoshop editing technique. And it's changed your complete... It literally changed my whole workflow. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've learned so much. Yeah. And I think that's totally something yeah, you could do. Yeah. I mean, you can be educational, I guess. Like, I could start posting educational content whenever I wanted. But I don't think that I have the audience for that right now. Yeah. So I would like photographers to follow me because they mm-hmm. like my work. Interesting. Not just clients, but you're also looking to pull in some people like you who like to follow and look up to photographers yeah 
Yeah. Uh, like micro-influencing. Yeah. Kind That's of. Fun. Yeah. Like, you know, when we did, when we were active on Hot Cocoa, people would message us all the time and be like, wait, Asking what's your advice. tech set up? And like, yeah. that kind of annoyed you. Like, you didn't like oh, when people asked it. us about how we did stuff. Yeah. But I didn't mind because I yeah. was like, oh, I mean, sometimes I was kind of like, okay, you don't even listen to the show. You're just like, you're a podcast. Tell me how to have a yeah. podcast. But some people would like regularly really engage nice with us. It. And then they would be like, oh, you've inspired me to do this. Like, what are your tips to like starting yeah. something? And I'd be like, I'll happily tell you. Like, yeah, I'll you guys want to have a coffee chat about how to like start your own business. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll tell you because I figured it all out for myself. And I would like, I like mentoring people. Yeah. It's like my main person. You want to mentor <laughs> on a larger scale. Yeah. Yes. So I, I like don't know that. if you're a photographer, follow me <laughs> <laughs> and I will help you be better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but passively. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is though? I'm just, I wrote this somewhere, but, um, I'm really good at just like pointing out people's strengths mm. and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And I, I always think that's like why I would be a good teacher. Like I th- feel like I really embody the, those who can't do teach mentality yeah which like I can do like I know that I can do I'm not trying yeah. to say like I'm a shitty photographer like no yeah. I, I I'm confident in my abilities but I really enjoy yeah like, critiquing other people yeah and being like oh you did this well you could work on this and I know how to tell you to like do yeah. better at that yeah so I agree yeah, I don't that's kind of yeah my spiel yay <laughs> that was a long spiel um, well, personally, I also have some goals. Yeah. So guys, if you don't follow me on TikTok, give me a follow. It's you did this for why. Mm-hmm. And you can also just look up my name, Emma Annalisa Stern, because I put it in my handle so that you can find it on TikTok. Yes. Um, but recently, basically in August, I hit a thousand followers on TikTok and mm-hmm. I had been just pretty low the whole year. I started my TikTok account, my personal one in like March and then I came out and then I started making coming out content and skateboarding mm-hmm. content. And I feel like that's when I really stopped using Instagram as seriously and started, I made yeah. that transition. I was like, I'm not going to use filters anymore and whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I started making, making more and more TikToks because I was having fun. The second you get any sort of reward, I feel like it incentivizes me really a lot Oh, yeah. And then I went from 1K on September 1st to I just hit 21K today. Oh, So wow. that is very exciting. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I think my goal is to keep a steady flow um, and keep getting more followers. I didn't write this down, so I was freestyling that. But I think, yeah, oh. my goal is to kind of keep growing. Oh, I wrote not get canceled because I feel like it's so easy to get canceled on TikTok. Every time I post something, at least three people try to cancel me. And I'm like, mm. yeah, there's a lot of freaking attack dogs on TikTok. Yeah. Straight people cancel me for being gay. Gay people cancel me for not being gay enough. Like, yeah. it's so easy to get canceled. You so really I learned can't to just make anyone happy. Yeah. But actually that girl that I kind of know from blog to she's mm-hmm. like one of the main faces of blog to She replied a huge thing to my story the other day when I was getting like hated on and she was like, honestly, I 100% feel you. She was like, every blog TO video that I put up, even though it looks like people love it, I get at least 200 comments saying something bad about me. And it's always different. It's always about how I look or it's about the way I mm. phrased something or maybe I'm getting canceled for, yeah, like 
promoting a Mexican restaurant because I'm not Mexican. I'm this, you know, and like, and so oh my God, she was like, I'm basically, yeah. no matter what you do, the more people that are mad at you, that means you're probably doing okay. And she was like, and honestly, yeah. you need to not read the comments as hard as it is because she was like, at Blogtio, they don't even let her read the comments. They just once you post something, they'll, they'll delete all the bad comments mm, because they're someone like someone else's job. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, it's honestly going to just make it so much harder for you to make content because now there's all of these little things in your head. Like, okay, I don't want to say this word. I don't want to say this word. I don't want to do this. I don't want to act That's like very this. true. Yeah. And I do feel like I got to a point where I was like that, especially, um, without getting into too much tea, like there was two different videos where people, several people call me transphobic because mm-hmm. I said I didn't want to sleep with anyone with a pina. Yeah. <laughs> and at first I was pissed. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. That's not fair. And then yeah. I was like, well, maybe I should listen and hear them yeah. out. And then I think I came out of it and I had learned something new, mm-hmm. but also I'm very insecure about content about being gay now. Yeah. And then there was a few other incidents like that where I feel like people were like, oh, you can't say you're a lesbian because you've been in love with men. And then people say other things. And so I just feel like there's so many things now that I have on my list of like, don't do's. Well, honestly, I think that's like a big thing, you know, just with, I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to phrase this? Any like niche community? Without microaggressing anyone. Yeah. By saying this. Yeah. But microaggressions are exhausting. Yeah. Because like you just said, they belong to niche communities. Yeah. And as much as you are a well-intentioned woke person, yeah. it's virtually impossible to not offend to someone. not microaggress people. And I yeah. feel like that's why microaggressions get such this bad rap of like being toxic because yeah. honestly, to a degree it is right. Yeah. Like, you know, I get asked all of the time if I'm mixed race. Yeah. And so for me, I'm kind of like when people ask me that, I'm like, Oh, like here's what it is, you know? And then people are like, oh, I thought you were this. Like, are you sure you're not this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking sure that that's not what my race is. Yeah. Or my ethnicity. I always get the two mixed up. I think race is how you appear. Ethnicity is. Yes. And so people will say like, I'm black, but I'm actually like Latina. Yeah. And I'm just very dark. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, my point was just that no one would know that, you know? Yeah. And so that's why it's difficult. Like there's some mainstream ones that now, you know, if you're a woke person uh, or just a person in general, you should educate yourself and like know these things that yeah. you need to stop doing. Yeah. But what you're discovering is like conversations that you have with your, you know, lesbian friends or primarily gay yeah. friends at skate park yeah. are not necessarily something that you can say yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. Not that it's like a horrible you know, but even if one person gets say, but it's definitely like you have a magnifying glass on you because anyone outside of your niche community can see this video. I think that's the different thing with TikTok is on Instagram, you're primarily garnering a specific audience. Yeah. And that's who's seeing your stuff. Yeah. Where TikTok, the whole intention is to spread it like a spider web. Yeah. And most of the time it's to people in your niche, but then, yeah, they also throw it out into other niches. And when you have like, when you're getting a hundred views, it's like, okay, two or three strangers are going to see it. But now yeah. it's like, yeah, like a lot of people that I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so I think that, um, in line with kind of 
the actual content goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote that what gives me satisfaction and what I consider to be like success are like very different right now. And that's kind of what I'm trying to make amends with because yeah, I get satisfaction from, and I think this is a combination of just who I am and like ADHD and like getting like the serotonin high every time. Mm-hmm. But like, I will literally watch my, it sounds so douchey, but I will watch my follower count go up. Like I'm watching a sporting event yeah. or like the election and I'll watch like my videos and I'll see like what's getting views. What's not. I will like, yeah, I will be very intense and very competitive with myself about it. Yeah. And that's what gives me like that instant satisfaction. Mm-hmm. But I definitely feel more successful when I've had a handful of videos now where lots of people will comment and be like, Oh my God, like I relate to this. And it's something I didn't even know about myself, you know? And I think that's the kind of going back to what you said about making content that you like to watch. Yeah. I think that's what I've realized is I like watching something where I'm like, at the end of that video, I'm like, oh my God, like that's so relatable to me. And it's so niche that I didn't know anyone else would feel that way. Yeah. And so I think that that's the kind of content that I like making more and also tends to get less canceled because it's more like personal experiences. That's true. Yeah. And so... I think that that's definitely what I want to do more of. But like you said with TikTok, it's like that idea of you post so much. So usually I'll try to post like one video where I lip sync a random audio about being gay or something. One video where I feel like I'm kind of maybe it's more niche and impactful. And I'm like, maybe this will hit, maybe it won't. Mm -hmm. And then one that's like super generic about coming out or something so that I know that if anything, hopefully that will get views. So I feel like I kind of have a system, but definitely those ones are the ones that I, I get the most, like, I feel the most successful. Cause I'm like, Oh, I feel like I'm actually doing something. I'm not just getting followers for no reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then because of that, I have been getting followers on Instagram, but I don't really plan on doing anything with that. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of fun. Yeah. But I'm kind of just doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't actually have any like long-term goals for social media. I feel like I always wanted my whole life to be social media. Like I wanted to work in social media. I wanted to, well, I feel like what you said earlier in the episode kind of like, you know, I feel like it was a true representation of this kind of journey that you've been on with social media in terms of like, you just said Mm -hmm. you kind of thought that because you were so naturally obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Like it was just some, like, I feel like that's like a, I don't mean obsession of like, rah, like yeah. you know, but people always say that like, it's one of those industries where you have to just be like, you have obsessed to with it because be obsessed with it and you have it, to love it. Like, yeah, it demands that of yeah. you. Like, it's just like the nature of the beast. Yeah. I have and, like the personality for it. Yeah. But I think what you discovered by working in it for other people and for yourself. Yeah. was just that, that takes away like it sucks the fun out of it right it's so like, true the second no yeah. one's telling me what to do yeah. I'm happy again yeah so I mean I actually relate to that when it comes to uh, when I when I was a competitive dancer yeah I hated the competition pressure of like mm-hmm. you said you could perform like now's your time you have mm-hmm. to perform now mm-hmm. and like this is like you know, the structure of it. I was a nat naturally like dance came very easily to me. I didn't have to try that hard. And I was like, you know, I was flexible. I was strong. I like good at it. Like Like, rhythmic. And I, so I had all the recipes of like, okay, like you could be in very good, insane dancer if you worked your ass off. But I was like, this 
specific thing is not what I would like to work my ass off at. Yeah. I just want to do it because I love it because it's yeah. like cathartic for me. It's like an emotional experience yeah. for me that happens to be a competitive sport. Yeah. But I would not like to do it as a competitive sport. Yeah. And eventually I had to just let it go because I was like, you guys won't just let me enjoy this. Yeah. You're forcing me into this path of like, you have to do it for the specific reason. Yeah. And then I was, I was like not good at it anymore. I was like crumbling under that pressure. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's almost like kind of what happened with yeah. you and these other experiences of like, just you're naturally good at it. You do well not trying like yeah. you can just do what you do and it goes well because it's a natural talent of yours yeah you remember like watching me like I was a mess especially this summer when I was working for that corporate company yeah. making TikToks and I was like it's so stupid because that's exactly right I was like I know that I'm good at this and I know that I can do it and I yeah. know that it's easy for me but I can't yeah it would like I felt so much burnout I felt I would have to make like three TikToks a week. That was my whole job. I was being paid to do this and I couldn't, I couldn't meet the quota. And now I make three TikToks a day. Like it's nothing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's so true. So I think that what I've learned is that I don't want to put any pressure on it. And I think I personally as like, maybe I guess in the same way that you feel like it gives you notoriety to have followers. Like, yeah, I feel like that too, where I'm like, Oh, like, I feel like the more followers that people around me have, like I have some friends with like, like a hundred thousand followers on TikTok or like whatever followers on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And it feels like, Oh, instantly I feel like there's just more doors open for you to do things outside of social media. And I think that's kind of what I'm more drawn to. I'm like, Oh, like what if I have 50,000 followers, then maybe like it'll be easier for me to get a job doing X, Y, Z. And so I kind of want to use it as like a catalyst, but not as the final result. Yeah. Well, you know, I also think it's like sometimes people are shocked to find out that um, like social media figures that they follow have like normal jobs. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're in a you're an accountant. Your life like, isn't like influencing. That's weird. Like, why don't you just make money doing this? But it's like, you know, I feel like like we just talked about the pressure of like this is your job or livelihood is like it's a whole different set of skills yeah, that often people different. don't have like yeah whereas for me like the pressure of making money on my photography forces me to be a better photographer because yeah. I'm like this is something that I'm willing to like have that you know financial life pressure yeah. on because I'm like I can do it I can work hard at it and it's it's okay like to have that pressure on it whereas yeah. like if the pressure was on me to like be a dancer I would be like no, I don't. Yeah, I, you have I to find it. the thing. You that know, it's like you don't have to like do like people are always like find what you love and like you know let it carry you through your whole life and you'll and never like work a day money. in your life. But it like no, sometimes that sucks the life out of you. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's about finding what you love and doing it every day and then going and making money. Yeah, like <laughs> they don't have to be the. They same don't have thing. to be the same, and I feel like yeah. yeah, that's like the millennial raised mindset that we have of like. You yeah, have like, to do that. And I think we're both kind of escaping from that. And I think that even though you're doing what you love and you're doing your photography business, you yeah. were less held down to one specific route or you were less held down to like anything. You were yeah. much more flexible because you were like, I don't need to like every shoot I do doesn't need to be like the most exciting best day of my life. I just want to do it because yeah. I'm happy every time I do it. Yeah. Like I love shooting. Like mm-hmm. I do enjoy it. I'm not saying I'm like, Oh, I hate photography or yeah. something. I know I really do genuinely enjoy it. Yeah. But like, 
you know, I'm also not married to like everything I do needs to be a beautiful creative expression. I'm like, you know what? I'm good at like technical things. Yeah. And I can provide everything high quality need to be art. <laughs> technical products for consumers. And so I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm okay with doing that. That's so true. The second you're able to kind of let go of this like idealistic mindset of everything, it's so much easier to... And you know, other things that I love? Having free time to spend with my friends and family. Yeah. And that's a huge appeal to working for myself. And Mm -hmm. that is also something that incentivizes me to work hard to work for myself. Yeah. Because I'm like, I I want this. Like this is You're doing it to build the life you want versus building a life to get a job that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like it kind of makes sense that that's like a millennial mindset because like their experience with like the recession, like so early on in their lives and careers, they're like, we have so much money pressure to make money and like beat the odds that like I just have to be obsessed with work and I have to Mm -hmm. like work all the time it's so true I feel like I felt like that until the pandemic and then I mean we've talked about a million times but now I just feel so completely opposite about work like genuinely to my core I feel different too like it's so weird I've never had like one of my like internal like beliefs and value systems change so drastically And I feel like that's, what's been so weird. Like now that I'm looking at jobs for post-grad and stuff and I'm looking at, yeah, like what can my social media kind of help me do or whatever? I'm like, maybe I want to work in the film industry. Maybe I Mm want to work X, Y, Z. Um, yeah, my goals are so different now. Like I think before when I was graduating, I was thinking of like what job would bring me the most, like what I could, I power climb the the Mm -hmm. fastest. And so I was looking at social media and marketing and stuff. And now I'm looking at like jobs that I think I would enjoy physically doing that day yeah that would pay enough that I can live the life I want to live yeah and I'm like wait that's so weird that that's not what we were raised to want yeah but I guess it's because our parents didn't have that luxury and so they wanted that for us well no I feel like I don't know that my I feel like my parents were always like like they didn't really instill this like Oh, you need to like find what you do. Yeah, you know whatever we were just saying. You can't articulate find what you for love and like let it kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that was more of a societal. That was a societal for that you. was like surrounded by. It's true. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. Anyway. Yeah. Gabby's gonna be a um, adorable photographer, um, educator influencer on Instagram (laughs) and I am going to be TikTok famous but not use it for anything big except for fun (laughs) yeah well I guess the dream oh can I say one more thing what time are we at one hour okay perfect what I would like to say what I think is so strange about social media is for me it's similar to looking at my bank account on my phone And although I know that these numbers mean something, it's hard for me to associate it with a real thing. Yeah. Like if I'm like, if I have only a hundred dollars in my bank account, I'm like upset. But then when I get a thousand dollars, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then the next month, if I have $5,000, I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't live on $1,000, you know? And so I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I feel with social media where I, when I first started wanting to influence in like the lesbian community, whatever, I had like 500 followers and I followed probably 50 Toronto queer women mm-hmm. and they ranged from 500 followers probably to like a hundred thousand. And I used to think that 
girls with 5,000 followers were like famous. I was like, mm. they would never even answer my DM. And then once I hit 5,000, I was like, oh, wait. I'm the same as them, but I'm not famous. Yeah, it's kind of like when you're a little kid and you're looking up to older kids. Exactly like, oh right. God, the, the seventh graders? graders. Yeah, literally, they're like ancient. Yeah. That's and exactly you what it is. And you're like, I'm a baby. <laughs> like, yeah, and I yeah. feel like I keep having those moments lately where yeah. the other day when I hit 20K, I was looking, I'm like, these two girls that I thought were genuinely famous that would never talk to me both have like 18K. And I was like, what? Oh. But... No, it is just so weird how your brain tricks itself into thinking it's constantly, you're like, it's like, they are everything. You are doing nothing. Yeah. Even though you're doing no, the same thing true. as them. Yeah. They're like, you are garbage. Just My brain's like, what? the envelope. Yeah. So I think we're probably doing more than we give ourselves credit for. Yes, probably. Yeah. But I guess that's the only Because way we idolize people doing the moving. same. <laughs> yeah. I love that for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vicious cycle. I guess that's just life. You always think you're garbage. Yeah. Life is imposter <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> Woohoo. Woohoo. And Jen's Ed. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, this was a fun little episode. I feel like you I learned feel like some I new things. Some things. Yeah. I think I did too. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go try to post on Instagram now. Aw, <laughs> look at you go. Chat. I have a cute up picture and everything. Yeah, I just need should. to finish the caption. So I'm going to heat up some food I made for lunch. Um, I'm hungry. And then let's what watch The Bachelor. Okay, cool. All right. Have a good one. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.